Hello. Late again. I was going to say, I don't know if this is going to be a good one because I can already feel the tension in the room. You're very grumpy with me because I I was seven minutes late, which I acknowledge is late. I was seven minutes late. It's, uh, I apologize to Rick. I apologize to Adrian. No, people that say I'm sorry change. Dude, my clothes don't fit. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> so this is going to be a really bad one because I'm grumpy because I feel fat. You look and beautiful. You're grumpy because don't I'm late. I had to you wear a beautiful. sweater because you're, nothing No, fit. you're beautiful. You're wearing a skirt. I like when you wear skirts. Shows off your butt. Well, because you can fit a legs. lot of butt in a skirt. There's wiggle room. Well, good. So apparently I am not allowed to say that you were late because then I get in trouble. No, is, I said I was I late. Love, I love the way women do that. That is that is such a... T- How dare you tell me that, that I was late? How dare said. you? This is like men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I came in and I said, I'm late. I was seven minutes late. I'm sorry, Rick. It's more I'm than sorry, seven minutes. Adrian. It's, it's more than I'm seven. really annoyed because I don't fit in my clothes. Adrian, have you ever been late? I hate being late. Yes. Uh, Rick, have you ever been late? Uh, if I'm a half hour early, I'm late. Yes. And your clothes and Adrian's clothes does not fit. You guys wear but... baggy clothes. That's really unfair. That's really unfair. <laughs> they show you up. wear they baggy clothes. Um, we are so excited because lots to talk about, first of all. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Besides, besides why we're annoyed with each other. Annoyed with I'm not annoyed. the moment. How am I? That's what is crazy to me. Huh? You just said we're annoyed with each other. I'm annoyed with you, and now you're annoyed with me for being annoyed with you. <laughs> I'm annoyed with you because you're annoyed with me because I'm late. Yes. Yes, that is some I speak wife shit. How dare you be annoyed with me when I was in the wrong? Okay, I'm sorry. Can we move on? I was trying to. And then you were like, well, I'm annoyed with you. How dare you call me out? We moved on after your birthday. We just moved on. I was Can trying to. On? I clearly was okay. trying to, and then you brought it back. What do we have to talk about today? Well, there's a lot to talk about. A lot. I am I am super, super proud of you because you are going to be presenting for the second time at the San Antonio Home and Garden. Yes. How does it feel? Uh, how does it feel? I'm excited. I'm really, really excited to do it this go round because I feel like last time was like a trial run. So now I'm just excited. I hope people like show up because now people like we've been talking about it. We, you know, I feel but, like more people know I'm coming. My face is on a billboard this time around. But after you've done it, it, it I mean, now you know what to expect. I think last time, I, I mean, I, I, I sympathize with you because when you don't know what to expect. Well, I right. went in blind. I'd never even been to the Home and Garden show before. I, like for me, the first time I started getting booked for corporate events, yeah, it was a disaster. Yeah, I mean, it, because you don't know what to expect, you don't know how to handle it. You, 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 you get through it. Yeah, and and now like a corporate event, I will annihilate. Yeah, because now I I know I I know what it feels like. I know the the temperature of the place. I know to go straight to the boss and go. He's the one that hired me. Are you going to laugh? Because if you don't laugh, <laughs> nobody's going to laugh. And then that usually gets a laugh. Yeah. And then I go, are we doing PG-13? Are we, are, are, where's HR? Who's in charge of HR? You know, then yeah. HR is over there. I'm like, okay, HR, where can we go? And then we have a lot of fun. Yes. And then HR will usually say like, well, can we keep it PG? And I'm like, okay. And then everybody goes, boo. And I'm like, she wants it. P-. And then we just have fun with. 
yeah. kind of getting into the dynamics of the Well, company. there's a preparedness and, thing that comes with it, yes. right? So like last time I had no idea where the stage was going to be, how many seats. And then um, you, you definitely stuff. learned do's and don'ts. What was the big don't from last time? What was the big don't? Um, I don't know. You know what? It was weird because you're like on this, you're on a stage and then people are like lower than you and there's a gap there. And and I guess I think of it in terms of like, because of you, I think of it in terms of like the setup of a room in a comedy club. And so like instinctually, I almost just like wanted to go and sit on the stage because it's a small, it's a Well, why huge... don't you move all the chairs up? Yeah, I think maybe we could move the chairs up. Um, I, it because it, up... It, when it's intimate, you need people close. Well, <coughs> so you're you're competing with, there's a stage and there's seats for you, but the Home and Garden Show is in the Alamo Dome, which is like a huge arena, and it's going on the whole time. People are like, oh yeah, people and are doing. There's booths. There's talking. other people have things going on. Yeah, and so there were only certain people who like really wanted to come in and see the speaking presentation part of it, you know. So I just I like I wanted to sit down on the end of the stage and be like, hey, let's talk, let's chat. Um, so so this time. Um, I am going to do a demo, and I think I probably... You didn't do a demo last time? I did do a demo last time. I spoke and I did a demo, but the tables were already set like in front of the stage, so I kind of got down um, on that level and did the demo there. But then I realized like when you're doing that, then only the people sitting there can kind of see. Not yeah, but if you're on the stage on back. a table, then they can't see what's, what's on the there. Table either, right? I know, I know. So, so it's, it's definitely... Um, a challenge but you did learn a lot from doing it last time yeah make some adjustments i do think that sometimes you do have to take charge and and i, I do that sometimes where uh corporate event for example if i walk into a corporate event and i see all the t i try to get there early it's good to be early you should always be early i was there and super early last time because i didn't know what to expect i didn't know where to park and you respect those people and Gosh. i always try to get there early so that if I do need to make adjustments, I can, right? So yeah. I have gotten to corporate events before where I'm like, guys, this isn't going to work. Like, if you really want this comedy show to be successful, yeah. we got to move all the tables up. Yeah. And then a lot of times they're like, well, we'll, we'll go get people. And I'm like, no, me and Timmy, because me and Timmy will be there. We'll just start doing it. Yeah. You know, and they're like, oh, you don't have to do that. You're the talent. And I'm like, I, I just want to get it done. Because yeah. I know that if I get these tables up against the the stage, it's going to yes. be for a much more successful event, yeah. right? Um, the last one I did, uh, the Christmas party, they had a full, they had a stage, but then they a lot of times they'll have a dance floor, right? And what I'll do is I will go, well, I don't want to be on the stage because then I'm really talking over the entire dance floor. I just set myself up in the middle of the dance floor. Yeah. So then I moved because then you, you uh, a party like that you can't ask them to move all the Everyone tables up move. front. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then have a um, <clears throat> um, a dance afterwards, right? Yeah. So I just got in there, made it happen. Um, but I'm excited. And and last the last one you did was more Christmassy. No, it got to do Halloween. Halloween. You yeah. know how much I love Halloween. It was the fall home and, and garden this one? show. Um, this is the spring show. So I'm gonna do. I always try to keep like um, keep it. Bang on your budget, bang bang for your budget. You know things that are bang not for your super buck. expensive for people to do. A what for your buck? A dime. Bang for your buck. Bang for your buck. Oh, yes. I thought you said a dime for something. I didn't hear you. No. Um, but I always try to keep it bang for your buck. Um, something that everyone can do. So this time I'm going to do something like springy holiday Easter and how you can transform that for Mother's Day. Oh, I'm so ready for Easter. I'm so excited. Yeah, yep. I know. I, I love too. Easter. We it's, love it's Easter. The, 
the beginning of spring, yes. right? A new beginning. Yes. Jesus is risen. Yeah. Everybody comes over. We hang out. We have a big party. I, I, you know, you know how much I love it. So I'm super excited about that. But we are going to do something very special for those of you that that um, follow us here on the podcast. Renee would like to give away a couple of tickets. How many? Yes. How many can you give away? Uh, I have six sets. Or no, sorry, I have six tickets to give away. Total. Yes. Three pairs. Yes, three pairs. So Renee was this morning. It always cracks me up because she's like, "This is what she says." She goes. She says, hey, I have these tickets to give away. How should we do it? And then I'm like, I think, well, I was going to do this. And this is what I was going to do. And I was thinking that we should do this. And, and well, I'm no. like. If it's on my Instagram, I can do it however the heck I want. But if it's with you on the podcast, then we got to talk about but, it. But you don't even let me make my suggestion. Like literally, she's like, I think, what do you think we should do? What I think we should do is, th- I'm like, then why did you ask me what I, what you think You were we in the do? shower. You told me to wait till you got out of the shower and we talk about well, it. because the way you were looking at me in the shower. <laughs> The, the way you were biting your bottom lip, and you're like, mm. the way he soaps it. Moving on, <laughs> moving on. You girls can laugh. By no the way. one needs Tatiana's that visual. Tatiana's here with Miss Betty. I can't get rid of Miss Betty. No one we needs that visual. Um, anyway, um, what the way we would like to do it is go to Renee's Instagram. If you're not following her, make a follow. She's gonna have a post up regarding her. At the Home and Garden the Show. The details, all the details. If you like it and share it, uh, then we will pick somebody um, randomly that liked it and shared it and commented on it um, to uh, get these free tickets. Hang out with Captain Evil. Go say hello. Hang out. Watch her do her thing. I, I, I'm so proud of you. I think it's going to be awesome. Thank you. Um, you're, you're such a prepared person. Uh-huh. What? No, I'm wondering where you're going with this. No, there's no joke. Re- no, Renee and I are such, we're a I was waiting for the dig. Ver- I was like, no, there's no it? dig. Renee is a very research, put in the time, put in the work, perfectionist type. So yeah. I know you're going to put in the time to, to do something really good and really special because that's who you are and you're really Well, but good I'm demoing it. So I, I also want it to be easy so that everyone can do it. That's the idea. Everyone well, that's can what I mean, do it. But yeah. I, I'm just saying that you're very good at what you do. Thank can you. Can I compliment you? Thank you. Yeah, that's all you have to say is thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> you don't have to be so aggressive all the time. Always on guard. I don't get it. Well, with you, I don't get it. Why are you always on guard with me? I don't know because you constantly make jokes about me. No, I don't. Look at everyone's face. <laughs> Everyone literally just goes, Steve, come on. Um, this was one of those weekends. And I, I, I've talked about it before. There, You know, when I go on the road, like a lot of times it is work and it is, I got to do what I got to do and I gotta, I'm going to get home. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I mean this to, to no offense to any other state or to any other town. Um, but there are moments where I go somewhere that you didn't go, uh-huh. and the entire time I am missing you, I am missing my family because it's it's those moments of like, this is so awesome. I wanted. I, I wish my family was with me. This Could season. share that experience with um, you. So we went to Bozeman, Montana. Yeah, I had done. I had done Montana years and years ago. Um, I pretty much saw the hotel and the bars that time. <laughs> uh, years and years ago. Was it was it PR pre Renee? Yes, it was it was PR yeah. pre Renee, and this time, you know, we went to Bozeman, Montana. Which, by the way, learned a lot. The Bozeman people do not like the Missoula people. Like, really? Li- literally, I was like, I'm going to uh, Missoula tomorrow. Boo! 
fuck them. Go Bobcats. I'm like, oh, shit, my Did bad. Did they compete against each other college, in like sports? Yeah. Oh, so they're college. The, college. Okay. They're the Grizz, okay. Grizzlies. They're the Bobcats. It's a whole thing. Gotcha. So I couldn't wait to get to Missoula to be like, hey, I just left Bozeman. Boo. <laughs> right? Um, but I did drive from Bozeman. So um, a friend of mine, his name is Tim Montana. Um, we He's talked the about song, the, the opening the, the, song. The, the opening song the is, is Tim Montana. He's a very good friend of mine, talented songwriter, talented musician. I encourage you to look up his new album. His new album is rock and roll, um, but he does do everything. He's, he's a very, very talented human being. Um, I can't say enough about the guy. Not only that, I mean, he's written songs for Kid Rock. He's best friends with Kid Rock. He is the second member of ZZ Top right now because the other member passed away. And um, he is the second member of ZZ Top. Yeah. Um, him and Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top have a um, hot sauce called um, Whisker Bomb. Very good. Um, anyway. Whisker Bomb? Whisker Bomb. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very good friend. And he hit me up and he goes, hey, I just bought a lodge smack dab in the middle between Bozeman and Missoula. Uh -huh. Why don't you come? I go, okay, like we're on our way. He goes, will you do a show? I go, I go yeah, I don't care. I'll, I'll do a show, whatever, right at your yeah. bar. Well, and it's kind of cool because he's had it for several months. Anybody that's his friend that's touring, usually they're doing Bozeman then Missoula. It's like a typical routing Missoula schedule. To, so he, like Michael Ray has performed there. All these people on their tours have stopped to perform for the- Random surprise the, shows. Yeah, the random surprise shows. So I'm like, sure, man. Like, I'm, you know, we're on our way. And I got there at night, drove there through the night, got there. This bar is, it, it's called Wise River Club. This bar is straight up out of the 1800s. Literally. What do you mean straight out of the 1800s? It was built in the 1800s. So like it's an old historical building? Old historical building, okay. old historical bar. It was it was the bar, it was the mercantile shop. Yeah. At one point they were running freaking uh heroin out of there. <laughs> and crystal meth like this thing has crazy totally history. sounds like a place you want to come stay yes but on on top there's lodges uh -huh. and it's old school lodges where there, you all share one restroom one shower and oh. then there's like a kitchen mess hall uh -huh. type of situation and then you just have this room right okay. super freaking cool I had the uh, but first of all I didn't know what to expect yeah I roll up number one I'm in a minivan there is not a car in the parking lot it is all trucks oh okay right and i'm like all right so i walk in i'm with um shiloh harris uh-huh shiloh goes on stage and they're loving it then i go on stage everybody's loving it but this old lady to my right she was not having it <laughs> very upset <laughs> Um, Why was she so upset with you well if, if i'm being honest with you because it was a free show i i was i was i had a few i had a few I'm normally not on stage. Yeah, you don't usually drink on stage. I don't drink on stage. I mean, not stage. until the very um, end of a set. But nobody was paying, so fuck them. <laughs> Steve. Let's have a good time. Um, but that was my attitude. I'm like, let's just have a good time. Like, yeah. And I, I had a great time. Well, did like, you write any new material? No, I don't remember. <laughs> but I don't remember. I don't remember. You, I, apparently you did. You just don't but, know. But I also, at, just like a corporate event, I go, what are we doing here, Tim? I go, dirty, not dirty. He goes, rated R. 
after midnight shit. I'm like, okay. Oh, right? I haven't seen one of those shows in a long yeah, time. So, so we, I just had the most fun. Afterwards, we all hung out. Now, now I know why the lady didn't like it. Yeah, it was pretty rough, but funny. And yeah, I still did some of the the new material, and you know, it was it was yeah. a lot of fun. I partied there, and passed out in the lodge. Uh huh. When I woke up, and you walk out the second floor, and you and you you walk out of this old wooden patio that has been repaired because it's already sinking, yes. and they fixed it up, and the view. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm having my coffee. Like, I, I mean, I am like in awe. I mean, and then not only that, it was only like 50 degrees. Yeah. It wasn't freezing. It freezing wasn't freezing. Cold? So I'm out there drinking my coffee. The weather is perfect. Oh. Nobody's out there. Yeah. Everybody's gone from the night, and it's just me. And I'm just having my coffee, and I'm like, God, I miss my wife. I miss my kids. Like, I really wish they were here to see this. Yeah. And then um, I call up Tim and I say, hey, buddy, great night last night. He goes, hang on. I want to give you a tour. I'm like, great. So he shows up in the Polaris, uh-huh. right? And I don't know if you've been to Montana. You have been to Montana? You no, right? I've never been to Montana. Have you guys been to Montana? Rivers just in, just everywhere. Just when I watch Yellowstone. Everywhere you, every road you're on follows the path of a river. Every yeah? road you're on. Right, um, so he picks me on the Polaris. He goes, "You want to go to town?" I go, "Yeah, yeah." It's not even a town. There's like 400 people, and it's half trailer parks, half log cabins, and half beautiful homes. And then around you, in the distance, are mansions. Yeah, just random ass, huge mansions. With helicopter pads. But where do you go shopping? And where do you buy your groceries? You have a helicopter. And where's the CVS? That shit ain't happening, bro. Yeah? I mean, he says all the time that he sees uh, Mark Cuban's helicopter going over, uh, Kevin Costner's helicopter going over, right? So we get to this Polaris. He goes, I got to take you to this guy's house. You met him last night. You got to go to his house. I'm like, okay. We go into this trailer, and it is a... Evil Knievel Museum. He like a like a legit collector of Evil Knievel stuff? He is that what is you mean? Evil Knievel's right-hand man. Oh, I thought you were going to say he is Evil Knievel. This guy, no. <laughs> evil Knievel's dead. Um, this guy was his best friend. Uh-huh. Did everything together. Yeah. He's, he's his Timmy. Yeah. And he goes, man, just over the years... I just started collecting the toys and the memorabilia. And he even has the blueprints to the jumps that they did. Wow. I mean, this guy's taking, he's got pictures with Clint Eastwood and Robert Redford and Burt Reynolds. And I mean, of him and those people are evil. Him, evil, Knievel and those people. It was incredible. And the memories that it brought back. And and you have to be of a certain age. But when I was a little kid, and I think Adrian probably remembers, I know Jake does for sure, there was the little motorcycle, and you would pull the cord. The toy. And this was no joke motorcycle. This one would freaking fly. But every single toy, there was lunchbox. I'm like, holy, like, I mean, the memories yeah. that came back. And then this guy's telling stories. He's like, man, I was like, I, girls come through town, and I tell them, you want to see my evil Knievel Connect collection? 
and I bring them over, and before you know it, they're in my hot tub. I got a hot tub out front, and before you know it, you know, I got my evil Knievel co- collection. It ends. Does this story end with you in the hot tub? No. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. You remember you were late today? Um, but he goes, he goes, my evil Knievel collection, it ends in my bedroom. <laughs> he goes, I walk them down. <laughs> dude, this dude, like, typical in his 70s, totally dyes his mustache himself. <laughs> you know the type, right? The, the mullet, still had the mullet. Slick, slick, really cool dude. I mean, for him to, for him to open up his home and, and, and let me. I want to show you everything. It yeah. was. It was incredible, and I didn't realize that he is from Montana. Yeah, and evil I mean, can evil. Yes, yeah. like you're younger, but I, yeah, I know I, that I don't the three of us and maybe a little way. bit Tatiana. Oh my God! Wide world of sports. You knew for a week Sunday, evil can evil's jumping the Grand Canyon, and everybody would tune in. Yeah, everybody, right? Yeah. I mean, it was. Because it's only three channels, right? And everybody would everybody would tune in to watch Evil Knievel do his thing. Now, here's what's even crazier. I'm in corp. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, around my birthday, it was always monster trucks. Monster Jam would come to Corpus Christi right around my birthday. My dad would always take me for my birthday and two friends uh-huh. to go see monster trucks. And I remember several years in a row where my dad <clears> would do that. One of the time, by the way. Also have a cousin that drives monster trucks. Very proud of him. Albert Trevino. He goes by Berto. Look him up if you're going to go. He drives the dog. The doggy one. Chasing tail. <laughs> I can't wait to go see him. He's going to be in Austin soon. Um, and that's a whole other story. I want to get him on here. Yeah. Because anyway, we'll talk about that. Anyway, I go as a kid uh-huh. to go see monster trucks for my birthday and Evil Knievel was going to be there. At the monster truck? At the monster truck. And there was a dude that would blow himself up. He would get in the box, and then he would put dynamite in the box. Had one arm. Had one arm. He already blown his arm off before, right? And I remember, and I told this guy that. And I go, I remember seeing Evil Knievel, and he would jump over, and he goes, he would jump over the dynamite box. He goes, I know that dude, that dude so-and-so. He goes, I was at in Corpus when that happened. Whoa. Because I was there. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I remember oh, how cool. seeing that. And he immediately was like, oh, the dynamite guy. His name yeah. is this. And we used to watch it. You know, he would blow himself up. And we went on tour with Monster Trucks. And, uh-huh. You know, we got paid all this money to do it. But it was super cool. And then we go into um, um, another guy. He's got the bigger house. Uh-huh. We go upstairs. Um and his wife, and it made me think of you, so she makes candles. Yeah. So she does DIYs. Uh-huh. And um, he, he, what did he call it? Not her she shed. It was basically a, a crafts room uh-huh. for her. Yeah. And I know me and you have been talking about that. Yeah. And it really, I want to talk to you more about it because it gave me kind of a vision of how yours could look. Cool. But it was really cool. It was, it was combination. It felt like a coffee shop. Uh huh. Guest bedroom with an area where she did her crafts. Where she did her crafts. I wish you were taking pictures of it. 
I should have. I love to see stuff like that. It, it, it was, it, it just made me think of you because I know yeah. we want to do that. Yeah, yeah. But when you said that you wanted to do a crafts building, I thought to myself, well, what is that? What purpose does it serve other than um, crafts? Right. When I saw hers and she goes, oh, my girlfriend's come up here. We sit down because she had this, it was second floor. She had this huge window where she had little chairs, comfortable chairs, yeah. where you could look out into the mountains. She goes, oh, we sit here, we have coffee, me and my girlfriends. Yeah. So that made me think, oh, it has to be coffee shop slash gotcha. guest bedroom slash yeah. DIY place. Or wine cellar. Doesn't have to be or a like a wine, shop. yeah, right? <laughs> um, our whiskey room. But Wait, uh, but okay, but what I want to know, are you? Do- I want to know, are we done talking about Evil Knievel? Um, sure, what do you want to talk um, I want to know, I like the whole time you're talking, all I keep thinking about is, is the lodge haunted? No one else say, was wondering. Yes, is no, the lodge say, haunted? They say that there are three ghosts there. I saw five, but they. Say <laughs> but then. What do you mean you saw five? No, I, I don't believe in that shit. Uh, but they did say it was it was haunted, and then why three ghosts? What are the three ghosts? I don't know. I don't. I'm not a woman. I don't. You're ask. supposed to ask these questions. So these ghosts, what were they wearing? <laughs> What were the ghosts wearing? I, I want to know. know how old they are. I want to know who spotted them. So I want to know what the ghosts before did. Before we go to ghosts, okay. we need to know if Rick or Adrian have any questions about Evil Knievel. I remember having that motorcycle, and there's a whole TikTok account dedicated to the to jumping that of that motorcycle. No yep. way. Yes. That he still runs it, he still runs ramps, and he does it now. Yep. So what wow. were you going to say? Um, uh, and they're bringing it back. Yes. It might be the new one. Uh, what were we going to say, Rick? I was going to say, I didn't know his name was Evil, E-V-E-L. I thought it was Evil, yeah, E-V-I-L. Oh, I did That's too. That's what I thought. But he goes, and he and he refers to him as Evil. Yeah, well, it's it sounds like Evil, but but I just was looking him up, and it's E-V-E-L. So and that's like his E-V-E-L? real name? Yes. From what I understood. But it was... Robert Craig Knievel, and then he he performed under Evil E V E L. It's I don't know why it it's wasn't because it's his last is is the Evil and Evil Knievel spelled that way E V E L Is that where yeah, that's he just like yes. pulled yeah, it like from it his matches. last name? Gotcha. Yep. Okay. Look at you, Renee, bringing it strong so today. Smart. Oh, <laughs> um, Everybody's just gonna pick on me today. But it was. So then, Tim, after we did the tour of the Evil Knievel Museum, uh-huh. um, we then went up in his Polaris into the mountains. Oh, and cool. it was muddy and icy, and we got to slip around. And oh, I see your smile. And no, I'm like, it, oh, you shouldn't have told me that. I hope you were not doing anything stupid. Well, no, you but it was, probably were. it was fun because we were actually using the UTV for what UTVs are meant to be used for. Yeah. But he drove us up to this um, top of this mountain. Now, keep in mind, I am with Shiloh Harris. Now, Staff Sergeant Shiloh Harris uh, was blown up in, a, in um, Iraq. Yeah. Lost three of the people in his Humvee out of the um, five that were in it. Um, he was severely burned and lost his fingers and lost his ears. Ended up in a, in a coma. Self in our, our medically induced coma for um, 48 days. He is one of the most patriotic guys uh, you will meet. Yeah. 
And just keep in mind that he's with us. Well, just real quick, one thing, a tidbit about Shiloh. We talked about him on the podcast before when he when we first met him, and we spoke about his book, which I, I have still yet to read. But um, someone who heard about him on our podcast got back to me and told me they said his book is fabulous. His book is amazing. And, and we, he ended it. up selling a ton of books on this um, trip. But just keep in mind that he's with us. Yeah. And then Tim tells us, I'm going to take you to a special place. We go to the top of this mountain uh, to kind of have an, an overlook. And there is one tree mm-hmm. and a cross and a tombstone. And the tombstone has all these names on it. This guy from Wise River served in the military and very similar to Shiloh, lost all of his friends in an explosion. And when he, he's now a hunting guide in, in that area. Mm-hmm. When he came back, he wanted to make a memorial for them. So he built this cross on this hill. I mean, so, you're, so now I'm, I'm on there. I'm looking at these names. There's a cross. Shiloh's with me. Tim's with me. Timmy is with me. And then we just got quiet. Yeah. And we all just kind of, we just kind of looked around. And, and you just, you, you felt it. Everybody felt the same thing. Everybody was like, this is a special place. Yeah. You know, and, and and then to think about that guy coming home and going, I need a place to go and to be with my brothers, people. you know. Uh, it was really, really cool. And I, I'll show you the videos, took these beautiful videos. So then it was off to Missoula. Yeah. Um, great shows, you know, and it was so cool to, I've never been there. So a lot of people are like, finally you came Finally, we're so excited. And, and a lot of them, podcast listeners, you know, yeah. uh, one of them at the uh, Missoula show, I said, uh, or was it Boise or Missoula? I go, any questions? And somebody goes, how's Delilah's potty training? Oh, she sent me like, a message. She yeah. said, uh, I was like, I have to ask Steve because she said she asked and that you shared it with the audience and that everyone laughed and it was so funny. What did you say? Oh, I forgot. I go, I don't know. We brought in the professionals. I go, Miss Betty's here. <laughs> <laughs> trying to help us, we brought in the big dogs, um, but but it was just so cool to to visit people who love you and you never get to visit them. Does that make sense? Say that again. It, it was it was so cool to do these shows in markets that I've never done before. Gotcha. Because then you get to visit people that love us. They were so receptive and, and they don't get to they don't get to see us. So yeah. it was cool to go because I mean Boise was completely we ended up going to Boise after that. Uh-huh. Completely sold out. Beautiful theater. Same thing. The the amount of love and, and by the way, Montana people, Idaho people I mean, unbelievably friendly and beautiful people. And I think they hate Californians more than we do. Oh, because people are moving over. They're there moving over there, and they are. Stuff. I mean, they are like these fucking LA people. I mean, they're like pissed about it. Yeah, like pissed. Um, so then, uh, oh, do, do we want to talk about Ghost before we move on? Oh well, if like if you have something exciting to share about Tim they, Montana's haunted place, I want to know. Told me, I will. This is what I will tell you just to wrap that up. I didn't ask questions about the ghost. But I was told could care less. I could care less. Yeah. Um, but I will tell you that if you find yourself in Montana uh-huh. and you want to spend an amazing night of really cool bar, number one, uh-huh. Tim Montana and his celebrity friends will probably be there. Yeah. But then to wake up 
in the most rural place. Oh, but yeah, you all I imagine. keep thinking is, what if I have to pee in the middle of the night? I'm not walking out of my hotel room down the hallway in a haunted place from the 1800s to go pee. That's I'm it. afraid something's gonna come out of the toilet and grab me. Yeah, it might be me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, I will go back to that. But no, <laughs> I it, will go back. To it that. is. <laughs> So it is. So those of you that want to know, it is called Wise River Club. I got me a shirt. I got. I, I don't know. What, I think hopefully Timmy left it behind, but I got me a shirt. Yeah. Wise River. Anyway, it's beautiful. Found ourselves in Boise, and I'm man. I'm tired. I'm missing home. It was a long. week. It was a long week. Yeah. You You're know, usually not I gone was that long lately because we did four days, and normally I just do three, and three's kind of like, don't worry, kids, he'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. You know that one extra day makes it. You know. A, a little rough, but I was tired, and and I told um, Kate, who is our representative from the tour, I said, "Is there any steakhouses open late? Uh-huh. After the show, let's go sit down, have a great meal, and just relax." Yeah. Right? So she goes, "Oh yeah, there's this one um, called Chandler's or whatever." And I'm like, "Great!" Like two minutes from the theater, and they're waiting for you. They're all excited that you're coming. We've let them know they're actually going to stay open a little later for you. Oh, right? awesome! How nice. So I'm like, "Awesome!" Boom, we show up. And then they put us in this booth, and behind us, these three dudes. And the only way I can explain them is, like, trashy white dudes. Flat bills, jumpsuits. Like like bros? What, what do you mean jumpsuits? Like like, like the, the... You say jumpsuit, I think the, like a refinery jumpsuit. No, like the uh, jogger suits. Track suits. Track suits. Is that what they're called? Track so they're in the track suits. They're kind of the matching you, track suit. They're matching track suits. Like Beastie Boy Adidas track suit. Yeah, kinda. Okay. And, and and they're just talking all this shit, and they're just loud and obnoxious. And the manager keeps coming over, and he's like, "Guys, I'm so embarrassed, and I'm sorry." And I'm like, "Look, it's not, it's not you." Yeah. So they'd go over there and be like, "Hey, guys, keep it down." And yeah. you know, you're being a little too loud, and take off your hat because you're not allowed to wear your hat. Oh, it's like a nice. Yeah, it's very nice. nice. Place. So Timmy had taken off his hat. Steakhouse. So then, and then Timmy was like, well, that guy has his hat on. I'm going to put my hat back on. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. sir, you know, please don't do that. So then they're over there. To, and then those dudes start being like, man, fuck off, dude. And why you keep bugging us? We're, we're buying thousands of dollars worth of booze and just obnoxious. Yeah. Right. And we're just kind of, in, we're kind of enjoying, you know, and, and Kate. We're kind of enjoying. You're enjoying, yeah, the, you're shit, enjoying watching the shit, the shit show, show. Right. Gotcha. And, but, but Kate is not. Kate's the only girl. Yeah. And, and you could tell she's just like, can I leave? Like, this is uncomfortable for me, you know. So then they start fighting amongst each other. Oh, God. Like, they start slapping each other and pushing each other and fuck you. And they're starting to get Time rowdy. To so, yeah. So then finally management comes over. And they're like, hey, guys, y'all got to go. So then one dude gets up and then he goes walking by and Timmy's dying laughing. Uh-huh. And then he's like, don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me, motherfucker. So then he's coming over to Tim. Oh, and that I'm, makes it worse. And I'm just Timmy. I got now the Timmy's angle like this really to him. Timmy's kind of got his back to him. He comes this way. I'm right here. I'm thinking to myself, ooh, I've been waiting to try these jujitsu skills, fool. Like, <laughs> please. And not only are you my size, you're wasted. I got this, right? So then out of nowhere, Shiloh. Like freaking! Oh, I didn't even think about Shiloh's with you guys. Dude, Shiloh stands He's up. probably annoyed too. He no? stands up in the booth. Hey, motherfucker! Don't come at my boy like that. And like oh, fucking no, like going y'all. all marine style, right? These poor people are like, we should have closed the steakhouse on poor time. Poor Kate's like freaking like, and, and I'm sitting there going, I'm I'm just totally antagonizing. I'm like, buddy, relax, buddy. 
You're all worked up. Why are you so worked up? Oh, that is annoying. I go, look at how worked. I go, come on, big oh. guy. I go, take a walk, big guy. He's like, I'm not big. I go, oh, but look at your muscles. I go, you got big Steve muscles. Trevino. I go, you could probably kick some real that ass, so man. That's more like, obnoxious than a flat bill. Yeah, so the other staff is like, they're looking at me like, come on. I'm like, man, like, can you just stop? And I'm just sitting there just talking shit, right? So then Kate was like, that was not fun at all. I was so scared. <laughs> Kate is never going to accept a dinner invite She was again. like, oh, my God. Like, shit went down. And the nicest restaurant probably in Boise, waitstaff was amazing. They came over and like, guys, we're going to comp some desserts. We're going to comp that bottle of wine. I'm like, God, I go, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, you know, no, Steve, we want to do that, blah, blah, blah. It was the funniest shit that's how we ended our night. And, and then this I, is what happens when you go away for one day too long. I, fuck off. You, you needed a wife on like, this I'm, trip. That's not fair. Like, I'm <laughs> sitting at a steakhouse, not at a bar. <laughs> that's not fair. No, not, All the girls in the room are like, I yes. am literally not yes. at a casino. I am not in a bar. You might have been better off at a casino. You might have been better off at a casino. Then the cops actually had to come. No, they did yes. not. They, so then you just hear him arguing like in the in the distance. Oh no. And he's like, I'm not fucking leaving and fuck you. And I'm just like, guy, take a hike. Like, just leave. They're letting you leave. <sighs> anyway, total shit show. Woke up, drove to Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. Salt Lake, another beautiful city. I mean, these mountains that that surround. Have you been there, Adrian? You're you're not, not in your head. No. Oh my gosh! If you have not, it is a beautiful city. I've been to Deer Valley. I mean, Renee, the city's glowing off the mountains. But I was there in the summer, not the winter time. Uh, the, I mean, these huge mountains are all white. Yeah. And the city lights are reflecting. Reflecting off of it. Oh, cool. And you, I mean, you're driving through town. You're like, wow. Yeah. I mean, absolutely beautiful. The fans there were so sweet. And so nice. How was the theater I, there? I imagine the theater would be awesome. In the Salt theater was beautiful. The only thing I was bummed about is they were not allowed to have drinks. And it was it was it was really interesting because you 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 knew they were not having drinks. You could tell it was like a different vibe than it's a different shows. vibe. They're 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 just more polite and they're just kind of sitting there. They're not into it. They're it's not having. It's a Sunday crowd. It's, it's a like Sunday, Sunday crowd in the comedy club. Mormon crowd, I guess. I don't know, you know but. <laughs> Very religious over there. They don't, you know. I go, I go, where's your drink? I go, nobody brought me any drinks. And they go, it's Sunday in Utah. Oh, you can't even drink in Sunday on on a Sunday. And then in Utah. one dude in the front, the one dude in the front was like, they wouldn't even let us drink in here. And I'm like, mm -hmm. man, that sucks, you know. Um, but great shows. So happy to be home. Yeah. So happy to be home. I'll let you take me on a lunch date. I will take you on a lunch date. And uh I will eat, and then you can get there late. <laughs> See you now. Well, I'm, I'm going to have to go home and change. My skirt's too tight. <laughs> um, no, last week's episode I wanted to talk a little bit about. Yeah? Yeah. I know. People, someone was like, I read a couple of the comments because people really enjoyed it. I guess they thought last week's episode was really fun, but also um, – Someone was like, "You need a part two with a moderator," and I was like, "Uh oh." Well, that's uh, that's I, I I meant to watch it because people really took a lot of interest in in last week's episode. Well, I think it might have been Rick's uh, title. It said, "I think the the, yeah, title, the title was, was total clickbait." Are the Trevinos getting total divorced? clickbait? Yeah, total clickbait from Rick, and 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 
No, but he didn't say they're getting a divorce. He said with a question. Yes, he said yes, correct. He said right? are the Trevinos getting divorced? Yes. But it was it was it was a lot of comments. Lots and lots of comments. Yeah. Um and I don't know what what, what about it you think they needed a mediator for? Well, that's what I didn't know either. I was like, why do we need a mediator? I didn't know. I was like, did they have more questions? Did people want to ask us more questions about I mean, the people, topic? People did say that. People were like, we want to be able to do it live sometime where we can ask questions as the conversation is, yeah. is going. But while we were having the conversation, I didn't think about it until I read the comments that like, there, yes, because there are so many people who could have participated in the conversation, widowers, um, divorcees, single parents, like, you know, there were lots of people who could have chimed in and given a different perspective on and, the topic. And, and some people did. And it was, it was, um, you know, one of them lost their um, spouse very, you know, early on. And, mm -hmm. you know, she had um, some really interesting stuff to say. And, I, I mean, you know, we come in here and a lot of times we do have things that we want to talk about, but a lot of times we end up just kind of talking and... And that was last week's episode, right? Yeah, last we didn't week know we were like, going to talk about I, that. I don't even know how we got on that topic. We didn't know we were going to talk about moving on from your significant other. Somebody did definitely say that, oh, you you guys would be lost without each other. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. And I, I agree with that. Yeah. I think that me and you would both be very fucked up. At least I will be for sure. I know that. But you be in a steakhouse starting fights. I was not starting the fight. Just to be clear. To be clear. Um, but it was interesting and, and I don't know, and I'm you know, maybe I'm asking you, Rick, what what were the things that you think people really bid on on that episode? I mean Well, one thing that I found interesting is when you talk to that person that lost his uh I think it was a woman that lost her husband, and what do you say to that person? I think that, oh, yeah. that that kind of stuff resonates with people. Yeah, she she just said you just say sorry for your loss. Yeah. You know, but which doesn't but feel like enough. That's what I was gonna say. You know, like when we talked about um the gentleman Jody, at Helicopters yeah. for Heroes, yeah, who said I lost my twenty my daughter who's twenty seven years old to cancer. I was like, it just to say I'm sorry just doesn't feel like an, enough. You just you don't you But don't, I guess there's nothing you can say, so uh, it's so uncomfortable, and it, and and I will say that stuff like that resonates more with me that I have kids now. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I would have had the same perspective or the same feeling if I didn't have kids. You know. Yeah, like, it wouldn't. I mean, hit, it wouldn't hit the same. Uh, you know, Garrett has um, an infected ear, and when he puts his helmet on, you can see on his face that it hurts him. And even that hurts me. Yeah. Like, even I have this, like, oh, buddy, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. And you can see, like, he puts his helmet on and he's like, oh, you know, and you just go. And, and when your kids are sick and, you know, they have the flu or, or, or they're, they're just not themselves and they're quiet and you just, you feel it. And then, to, and then for somebody to go, I lost my child. You're like, holy hell, man. Like, you, you know. Thank you for reaching out and telling us that 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 is enough. Yeah. Um, I just don't like you. I was going to say the same thing. You you just don't you don't know like is it enough? Yeah. Do do they know? feel my do they feel my sincerity? You know that I guess that's what it is for me. Is do they realize I'm not just saying I'm so sorry? Next, do they feel my sincerity? 
I um I was watching um an episode of This Is Us uh, at the hotel room because uh-huh. I noticed it was on Netflix. I never got to see season six. That's the last season. Yeah, I and I, I was like, that. oh, I'll, I'll watch it. Well, there's a scene in there where one of the episodes when she starts to date after her husband passes, mm-hmm. and then the daughter loses her shit because she's dating. Yeah, I didn't even think of that in that conversation. Yeah, I didn't even think about like how is it to then date for your kids. Yeah, for your kids to go. You're not replacing. I'm like I'm a grown you know. woman, and that my parents are still together. That would be hard for me as a grown woman, yeah. much less a young lady. Yeah, it's, I mean it's hard then to be that person, to be the person that goes in to replace the lost. How to navigate that? How to navigate that with the kids, right? Because it's one thing if your parents got divorced, and then they they met the new step parents, like I did. Yeah. But I couldn't imagine my dad dying and then my mom bringing in a new dad. Yeah, Betty went through that. Yeah. You know, where, where you, as a kid, you're like, dude, you, fuck you. You're already dealing with the trauma of losing your, your dad. Yeah. And then, you know, it's tough, man. It's tough. And, and I think that that's kind of the things that I think people gravitated to in that episode. And, and um, I don't know, it also made me think like, Thank God divorce isn't an option for us. Like <laughs> you just oh. made it sound like we're stuck together. Like we for real stuck, stuck together. <laughs> we're stuck. You're not leaving, you're not going anywhere. Uh, yeah. It's hard. Even I don't care how many times you're like. <laughs> I think that's the problem. That's why she takes advantage of me. Oh, she knows I'm not leaving. Don't do that. She's like, what is he gonna do? Leave? No. Don't. Not that. Gonna no, I don't think like that. Stop. I don't think you think that way. It's just how you are. <laughs> and drink some water. Tati, you can laugh. Go ahead and laugh. laugh. Rick, now would be a really great time to chime in. No, no. When I, shit wish goes we, down, I wish sometimes I wish we had a button. No, when we shit like, goes down, dude, when Rick I want to strangle you, I'm like, Rick, Rick and Adrian get real now. fucking quiet, dude. When, when shit goes down, <laughs> dude, Adrian's over there doing emails all of a sudden. I, I can't even look at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you know it, it, I'm, I'm glad that people enjoyed that episode and and um we truly appreciate everybody and anybody that that enjoys watching our podcast and sometimes like people come up to me and go oh your podcast is so funny and i'm like we're not trying to be i was gonna say it doesn't necessarily feel funny to us but but i am really i am really grateful when we hear those costs comments and people you know, do say that it brings them comedic relief and it does make them laugh because on the road we meet people sometimes who are going through really, really hard things. And if this provides even a little bit of relief, like I'm, that's, well, we, that's we, cool we, that um, we can do that. And, and we've been there where we've, yeah. we've needed that comedic relief or we've needed a movie or we've needed yeah. just to go out and be entertained because, you know, man, we had a, last year was a very heavy year for the Trevino's. Yeah. You know, we going through your dad not only getting cancer but getting it again. You know, I mean that was very very tough on our family and and your your sister being in in um Japan and Yeah. I mean all the things that we went through. I mean through, that's so. one of the things that's been really cool to see standing by your side through the years is um really the effect that comedy has on people. And how 
And when you sit in the the theater, you sit in um, a comedy club and you like feel it and you see it and you get to meet these people afterwards. Well, you just have to ask yourself, how much do we actually laugh in our day-to-day life? Yeah. Right? I I laugh a lot. Yeah. And I laugh um, at work, which is my home, here at the studio. But I'm also a comedian and I'm always looking for laughs. I have been around other people, right, other groups uh-huh. where... I'm kind of in the background and I go, fucking boring. <laughs> like, nobody's joking. Nobody's laughing. But I think in general, people do not laugh. And if you do well, laugh, Well, I just it's think of myself, quick, I think there's a lot of right? us who are just very serious in nature. Like yeah. just naturally. But, but what I'm saying is when you go to a comedy club and you laugh for an hour, you laughed more in that one hour than you probably did the entire year. That's what's so amazing to me is that when we meet people who say they've never been in a comedy club, like I went to college in New York City, so that was a thing you did on the weekends. That was like one of the fun options is you went and saw comedy on the weekends. So I feel like from a young age, 21, 20, whenever, you know, was in comedy clubs. And I'm I'm like, why would you why would you not? Why would you not do that? To sit there and laugh for an hour is like such a great feeling, is such a gift. And that's what I loved about well. What I try to do is is not only make you laugh, but make you think, make you love, make you um, think about your family, your wife, your kids. But having adding Shiloh to the show mm-hmm. as an opening act. So Shiloh is very, very funny. It has an amazing sense of humor. However, the first 20 minutes of his show is him telling you the story of what he did and what he went through. Then he makes you laugh. So when you come to my show... Not only are we are we tugging at your heartstrings, we're also making you laugh. And to me, that makes for a show. It's a human experience. It's not a comedy show. It's more of a show. Yeah. Right? Because we're giving you all those things. And it's, it's I don't know. I, you, you sit there and you watch these people laugh for an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And you go, they never, people don't laugh. Not yeah. like that. You know, I know I, I've always been, I love to laugh. My family loves to laugh. Yeah. You know, when my family's over, it is nonstop. Like, can't catch your breath laugh. Yeah, like giggling and talking shit and mom's making you laugh. And when mom gets on, Miss Dora gets on a roll, there's no stopping her. Yeah. And then we're all laughing, uh-huh. right? Um, your family comes over. Not your so mom's funny. got such a Not great so laugh, too. Your mama has such a great laugh. Not so funny. Renee's family comes over, it's just like... <laughs> Steve just makes inappropriate jokes all the time with my family. That's what it is. Um, But we do have to thank Aztec Chevrolet. Um, We are so happy at the moment in our new Hummer EV. Yes. They also... I love how you said at the moment. Like, we might not be next week. I don't know. What do you mean? We're trying. (laughs) We don't know what's going to happen. Not to mention um, our new assistant, Tatiana. She wanted a vehicle. Not only did she find the right vehicle for herself... They made it super easy yeah. and delivered it to your front door. And she ended up in a beautiful Tahoe. So thank you, Aztec Chevrolet, Uvalde Chevrolet, uh, Aztec Ford. Thank you so much for the love and support you've been giving us. Give those guys a chance. Old Salt Coffee. We love you guys. Trevino 10. If you're not drinking Old Salt Coffee, you are missing out. Um, pick Cherries. Please download the app. Our podcast is right there waiting for you. And you can pick clips like this one, and share it with your friends. Uh, Rao Westernwear and Rebecca Creek. And the San Antonio Home and Garden Show. Y'all oh, come God, see me. Oh, God, here if we go. Central Texas, come see me. Renee has shit to talk about, come too. Come see me. 
Yes, please go see my beautiful wife. I wish I could be there to support her, um, but I am going to be at Helicopters for Heroes, our big event. So I will miss it. So all of you, please go and support this beautiful woman. It will be a show, and you'll enjoy every minute of it because she's beautiful and smart and late. <laughs> I am Steve Trevino. <laughs> we love you guys. Say bye, honey. Bye. You look beautiful. Don't ever think you're overweight. Bye. You look beautiful.